go on air on air just a second we're live on facebook going hello good evening <laughs> europe and other countries and continents hey thomas it's, it's good good to be live on the radio again with you yeah indeed it's been a while huh? it has it seems it seems it seems like a long while a lot of um indeed. water under the bridge since since our last show shall we um i want to come straight in and introduce um, Calliope or um, Poppy, who's our yeah. um, co-host tonight. Um, is it okay to call you Poppy? Yeah, yeah, it's okay. It's fine, John. Hi. Hi. Hi there. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the show. It's the first time we're more than two people. Okay. It's the first time for me doing something like that. <laughs> New experience. Thank you very much. And um, um, Poppy and I wanted to do something together on the radio because uh, we are running a, a Gestalt and climbing retreat okay. in Crete, <laughs> which was originally going to be in May, but we put it back to September um, um, on, on account of COVID. Um, and we um, we planned on having a show, which we're terribly unprepared for, listeners. So um, please please forgive us our, our complete um, lack of knowing exactly what we're going to do. Um, we <laughs> we wanted to have a show as a bit of a taster, a bit of a sense of um, for for ourselves. I think Poppy kind of um, getting um, mobilizing towards um, towards running the the retreat and and beginning to think through. I mean, I feel like I'm doing this with you as we do it with lis with with listeners. Beginning to think through some of the. Um, some of the things we might do, and um, some of the um, gestalt ideas that, that that might relate to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, I think it's um, uh, my idea was just to introduce this um, idea of how we combine and we how we have integrated gestalt and climbing, which is may sound a little bit awkward if somebody hears about that, but. Uh, for me, it's not. It's uh, something that uh, totally um, integrates one thing with another, so fits one with the other. And also to talk about how well, our idea about the retreat and the whole idea, the whole experience of uh, what we have in mind and why we're thinking about that. And yes, discuss ideas about that. So it's more than being being aware that you're climbing. There's there's more than than climbing going on then. Yeah, yeah. How I, from, from my experience, uh, yes, definitely it's more than climbing. Um, I say like climbing, it's like something like, if I can say, like experiential tool. That um, 
I think like uh, it's um, it's also a thing that uh, nowadays uh, abroad the type of therapy that pop ups. It's called climbing therapy. Really? It's, it's pop ups in yeah yeah in countries like Austria, like Germany and US. And uh, for example, uh, there is a type of psychotherapy that therapy which combines psychology with climbing mm -hmm. and they, they have been done a couple of uh, in uh, especially in germany they have been done a couple of uh, research uh, which were designed on depression anxiety and uh, post-traumatic stress disorder and they saw that um, climbing it's a very successful for form of therapy they were comparing this to cbt actually therapy for depression and anxiety yes and uh, it used uh, it has been used started nowadays in uh, in uh, germany uh, they were they were building a psychiatric institute uh, they're building bouldering bouldering gyms and it's very effective for people who are not uh, very uh, where talk therapy it's not helpful for them oh, yeah. Before so I, I know I'm interrupting, but I wonder so before yeah, just... we, we get we get too far in. Um, I feel like I would like to um, do a bit more introductions, um, particularly of you, probably. Um, mm -hmm. Some structure. Yeah. Th yeah. Thank please. you. Thank you, John. I was already losing my my shit a bit. What What's What's very apparent to me is that that I'm here asking for structure. My two colleagues have various forms of what look like alcoholic beverages in front of them. <laughs> I, actually, I actually I actually dug up I dug up some kind of liquor that I bought in 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 uh, on an island off the coast of Athens, and I realized which I, island, Thomas? Um, uh, Egina. Ah, Egina. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nice. And it was in 2015 because there was a big uh, psychotherapy conference in Athens uh, of, oh. of the EAP, European Association of Psychotherapy. And I bought this bottle there and I think I haven't touched it since. So that's about, okay. it's about six years old. Okay. And it's, okay. it's liquor made of pistache. Ah, pistache. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now that's why it's green. That's yes, it. It it's, it's, it's crazy fluorescent green. Very nice. Okay. So I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna jump into my facilitation role because that's what I do when I'm uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> I drink when I'm uncomfortable. I, yeah, I've been a bit of a radio alcoholic recently, but I've not got yeah, any true. alcohol. Um, so I, I I mean, could we could we do a bit of like uh, Poppy? Tell me who, who you are, and and also like how 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 are you and and how are you thomas okay. um it, it would support me just to check in a little bit with that no i'm, I'm happy i'm happy that you that you bring it up i also think um i felt a bit i felt a bit lost in 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 having no uh, in having in not having our routine that we have normally so i'm happy that you bring bring it up but i the word is to to poppy so. mm -hmm. So would you like me to say something about myself or the state I am right now, John? What would you like some who I am and what I do or how I am right now? I'd like to just be quiet so you get uncomfortable and then see what comes up. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what we always do in therapy, don't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
You just wait, <laughs> wait until the client gets well, really uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, people listening don't know who you are. So, so what would you like to um, um, say about yourself? Gustav, yeah. living in Athens, climbing, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. So I will introduce myself. Yes. Um, I'm, my name is Kalliopi Kutusi. Uh, my nickname is Poppy. I'm from Greece and I live in Thessaloniki, in the north part of Greece. Uh, I'm a Gestalt therapist. I'm a practitioner for about 13 years now. I work mainly in a private practice. That's what I do. Uh, um, I'm also a person who is um, who's been involved in several uh, with several populations, also group work, and um, I mean very interesting also with groups and uh, social work. Also, this is what I also like a lot i'm socially also concerned as a person you mean a lot. Some, some activism or? some activism yes some activism um yes some types of activism political awareness also mm -hmm. and issues like that social issues concerning neighborhood issues and things like that and uh, also i'm a person who loves nature i think this is something that uh, is me uh, I love uh, a lot mountains, I love the sea, it's something that, it's my therapy, what I say, <laughs> and um, yes, in this, in this case, climbing is something that is my passion a lot, which I love a lot, and um, what else can I say, it's something that helps me a lot to deal with several issues, Helped me a lot to do several issues in my life, like uncertainty, like fear, uh, like self-esteem, um, bodily awareness, and things like that. Yeah. You, and you mean it's something that you would you would go to when you're when you're um, facing a bad period in your life, or did you discover that it has supported you throughout your year, your life? How it came with how I met climbing, you mean, or how the, how the, it came the, to my life? I mean the support you find in climbing. Is it, yes. Is it like a support that you you will actively go to when you when you have a bad period in your, in your life? Ah, if I have a bad, um, I'm not not I'm not sure about climbing itself, but nature definitely. Mm -hmm. Nature definitely depends. Yeah. Am I go uh, to the rock or am I not climb? Depends on the day. Am uh, I? just uh, be there and see people and um, come in contact with nature maybe there's one day that i need silence so we'll go there mm -hmm. for coming cotton for grounding and things like that so may go and walk other days i feel more active and i feel like that i'm going to climb which means more energy for me so it depends yeah. but but for me it's it's a very powerful tool also as a therapist it's a way of recharging and reloading uh, and to, it's a way to clean up my mind. It's a form of uh, um, of of being present in a Gestalt language or mindfulness, which is more CBT. Yeah. But uh, nowadays, more fancy. But it's it helps me a lot to be to feel grounded and to to be present. 
with myself and to feel connection with nature and other people. So it's something I feel it's my medicine in a way, yeah. how I can say nature mainly and one form of it because I do another form of activities also. I love snowboarding, I love bicycle, I mountain bicycle and things like that. But uh, yeah. I, I, I want to, it, it feels a bit like a false question maybe, but, but I, I want to ask you how you're doing now. Yeah, um, okay. Um, now I'm... Presencing and grounding and fears. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Um, now I'm a little bit, I feel excited, but I think I'm in the threshold between excitement and... Um, and anxiety a little bit i feel a bit of anxiety and trying to this is an un, unknown place for me it's yeah. a new place trying to discover and taking some time to take some deep breath and uh, to come here this is what i need mm. thomas what about you i was just thinking um, yeah it's the first time you do something like this you said right yeah yeah and i was thinking about how how many times you've done this and that it starts to feel like a bit like uh, a habit i wouldn't say that i'm entirely relaxed i'm also a bit excited and anxious also thinking a bit about listeners that listen to us right now and so that's that's always there but since i'm reminded of the first episode we did that was uh, an ordeal as they say and I was also thinking, um, well, we might have many listeners tonight who don't know me, nor you, John. Um, so maybe we should also present ourselves. Okay, Thomas. I'm Thomas. I live in Brussels. <coughs> I'm a gestalt therapist. And I'm an aspiring uh, leadership coach. I always say that to put some pressure on myself, to hold myself accountable. I'm trying to develop a, a leadership project. Um, and what else should I say about myself? I should, I would just describe myself as a volatile, urban, midlife crisis. Yes. <laughs> well, crisis is also opportunity, right? That's how you should hear it. Okay, so we were thinking that we'd uh, devote tonight's program to climbing, but um, Gestalt is always emergent, and, and um, another figure has emerged in Thomas's midlife crisis. So, um... <laughs> well, maybe, maybe I, 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 I can rewind this part, and I can I can say midlife opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> like I'd, I'd love to ask you more about it um but that might be beyond the scope of the of today's program oh unless we could integrate it with climbing <laughs> yes like why not <laughs> how high are you or high low how how, how low are you are you uh, or, or, or where is the top what is your goal <laughs> yeah or who's who's keeping you who's keeping you safe keeping you safe well, yeah well what what comes up for me thomas is um is is your adventure in the in the French French mm. Spanish in the Spanish French Pyrenees in the French Pyrenees to, to, yeah. 
two years ago mm. um, where, you, where you were alone with goats and sheep and shepherds boys for and, and cows lots of cows yeah yeah i was i was in the in the french pyrenees for a month on my own um it was a, a it was a very um liberating experience and i remember john and i were talking about that um prior to me going there and john was very septic skeptic uh and john didn't think i would uh i would i would learn anything from it <laughs> Remember I, you thought said he was, I thought he was escaping his problems properly. I mean, everything's <laughs> relational, and Thomas was wanting to go off and be with sheep. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, so John, John thought, well, if it's not if it's not relational, it's not going to work, Thomas. <laughs> it's not going to work. <laughs> but but it was it but... was it was uh, and it was mainly I think due to what you were talking about just now about the the connection with nature and. And I remember a, a very strong moment, which was the last day when I came down from the mountain. Um, and I was sad because I had spent a month in the mountains. And I was, I, I was emotional, I was crying. And I looked back to the mountains while I was going down. And I suddenly felt I had a connection with these mountains. And it mm -hmm. was, and it was, of, of course, this is it's a, bit, it's a bit embarrassing to say maybe, but I'm just gonna go all, all in. I felt like the mountains were whispering to me and telling me we've always been there we've always had your back because i've been i've mm. been very very scared for that month being alone in the dark camping mm. so it was it was a very challenging experience so that was a really uh, a very empowering mm. moment to come down and feel feel that connection with the, with the mountains with nature yeah mm. Mm. Yeah, it's very very touching for me yeah. uh, to hear that. Yeah, I I feel um, so um, so high listener. Um, it's good to be with you again, um, Tony. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's our loyal listener. It's our loyal 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 listener. Um, um, who's texting me naughty things, but I shan't mention this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm still John. I'm, I'm still a Gestalt practitioner from London. Um, and I'm, it's, it's a strange, it's a strange moment to be doing this, this broadcast. Um, it's, it's been a, a, not the easiest of days. It's, it's been, mm. it's been a hell of a week. Um, mm. um, a lot of, conflict amongst those whom I'm close to um, and I um, I guess I'm finding it a bit difficult to park that like my, mm. my heart feels tight um, I, um, I I needed to do a bit of touching base with you both because otherwise I think I'd not be here mm -hmm. Um, and mm. having heard from you and having given myself a little bit of time, I think I can, I'll, I'll be here the best, the best I can, but I'm noticing my, my want to, my, my impatience to, 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 to move on and, mm. um, and struggle with staying with the stillness of the mountains and, mm -hmm. and, um, no, I, I, mm. I appreciate that. I was just reflecting mm. on my own presence. 
and thinking thinking about yours and how it's different which is yeah. which is good to recognize at the moment yeah and I, and I always experience some tension there's there's a way in which i i want i want this just to be us three and to be able to take in the support of you <laughs> without also thinking about performing uh -huh. um, mm. and at the same time i i i know uh and I, I i i know and feel connected with our listener um <laughs> And anybody, anybody other than Tony who might be listening, I love you too. And, and I'm trying to do my best to feel connected with, mm. with, with you. Um, but I, I really am grateful to you, Thomas, for um, for supporting us and 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 hosting us in the way that you do. And I'm hoping that you would will be a part of this conversation. Mm -hmm. I'm also excited uh, to explore with you poppy what would what the hell are we going to be doing in creed um, yeah <laughs> what, what, do, what does it bring up because i'm so not a climber like when i mm -hmm. when i think about dangling off the side of a cliff i i wonder why anybody would want to do that and mm -hmm. i can imagine i can imagine not enjoying it and wanting it to be over uh -huh. okay okay that's nice uh, this is what we were just discussing a little bit before you entered with Thomas. That many times, you know, uh, that um, a lot thing, a lot of things in life. Uh, how how important it is to understand what is many times the reality and what is our subjective experience of that reality. You know, and many times I think not many times climbing. Uh, um brings up this issue of for example fear and i think many uh, it has a, like a label that it's an extreme sport so uh it's the most usual thing what which i hear about climbing so oh you're climbing as the first thing comes up you know ideas and interjections about oh this is a dangerous thing it's a risky thing and this is what we are associated with Although I think <clears throat> climbing with and the type we are going to do like rope, top rope climbing, which is with rope, it's a very safe, uh, it's a very safe experience. And what I was saying before to Thomas, I think that many times in life we are uh, every in everyday life we are um, uh, we are doing a lot of risky stuff, more much more riskier than uh, climbing. But uh, because we are so familiar with that, we are not aware of it. For example, it's maybe it's much more uh, risky to drive a car. There's there's a, there's a there's a risk rate, you know, having an accident, or it's very risky to drink and drive. But many people do it, you know, every day. It's but we don't perceive it like that. We don't perceive them. Or I, no, I, I'm, I'm, my mouth is open. I, 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 I want. I think I, I want to, to, to ground expectations in, in people who might be interested in coming on this retreat. That um, we're going to talk a lot about climbing, and we've called it belt and climbing retreat, uh, which, as you, as you say, Poppy, um, isn't involving anybody taking. It. We hope isn't going to involve anybody taking any real risk. Um, but, but. Um, 
the the reality is is that we're probably going to be spending like one day or one morning or potentially two mornings doing some climbing we're okay. going to have some kind of gestalt facilitated spaces where we'll be exploring the issues that come up in relation to that yeah um, but the majority of time um um people will be free to uh to chill uh there's 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 amazing mountains close by so there's lots of normal mm -hmm. walking uh, mm -hmm. there's the sea uh, mm. amazing nature which we'll come on to say a bit more about i don't want to take away from climbing um but it, it felt mm -hmm. important to say say up front that it's it's not just climbing that we're going to be doing in three yeah, you, you, no. you don't need to be a, a climbing you don't need the experience with climbing to join well i have never, I've never done climbing before okay but i i think i think a reasonable question um is you know, if you're if you're older, if if your um, if your body doesn't 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 work in the way it used to, or 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 if you have some kind of impairment or disability, like, can you still do this? You're asking me, John, right? Are you asking? Yeah, I think that huh? you're asking me. Yes, um, yes, I think it's for me the way we are going to approach it we're not going to approach it like um how to explain to you like um i think what is for them for me it's to introduce it to people like a way of experiment how we we use experiments in your style so for me it's an experiential approach and uh, yes i think that everybody can participate even mm -hmm. it sounds strange, but yes, even and I've seen people with disabilities climbing up to walls because there is a rope, and this is very helpful. And uh, <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> many times I've climbed with the help of other people, and I was just it was like having a swing, not climbing. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's an experiential experience, and, and it's much more like doing. Mm -hmm. For me, it's a part. It has to do with the experience of moving. The, the experience of a kin it's a kinesthetic experience of the moving body, which is related to trust, to awareness of the body, bodily awareness, and also to to it's a relational also thing experience, which has to do a lot with holding the holding of the other person. So mm. you have to think always that climbing has to do with two people. It's not a solo activity. Okay, it can be. You can see solo climbers like Alex Honnold, but mainly it's a relational experience and it's built on trust. And um, it's re it resembles a lot. Uh, uh, it's an innate kinesthetic uh, ability we have it, because it resembles crawling. It resembles the idea when we were all like children, we were climbing up to stairs we were climbing up to trees i remember myself have a lot mm. of photos from my parents garden and um, it resembles i think also to a lot of um developmental uh kin kin kinesis kinesis in, in greek is movement uh so a lot of uh, kinesthetic movements and experiences so i'm reminded of uh, when, yeah. you, when, yeah. you, when you say that, I'm thinking of when I was climbing as, as a kid and it was indoor, uh, how conscious I had to be about my body weight and the balance in my body. 
and, and of course there was always the, the advice you should climb with your legs and not with your arms and and realizing how I could move my body in a different way or I could tilt my body in such a way that I would facilitate the use of my legs instead of the use of my arms and so in, in a way it's I'm just realizing actually it's a, actually it's a very embodied sports <coughs> yes like you really yeah. have, you really have to feel your body yes and it, it has to do a lot with balance with balancing yeah. balancing uh, this is a very important thing in the experience of climbing to keep balance yeah and, and this is what you say many people and especially male mostly we have seen male uh, when males climb they use a lot in the because there is all gender i think issues maybe because uh, in their bodies uh, males they are more uh, they feel more strong with their upper part so they use a lot their hands so and generally this is not a survey but generally this is what when they and when you start climbing many times you think climbing has to do a lot with the strength of the hands but the truth is that climbing has to do a lot with feet and on balance mm. and uh, that's why we say many times girls uh, start not they are better climbers but they start climbing better because they use their power on their feet not so much so their hands but this is a generalization again I'm not yeah. going to discriminate gender issues but um, I think there is a history in the body which shows up also uh, during this exercise and because it's uh, this experience let's say and because experience which involves all your body your fingers every every single you know you're using everything mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of your hysterics uh, reveals on the on the rock how you trust every part of your body, what it means that you don't, what does it mean that you don't trust your feet many times? Uh, what means about your roots, about your balance generally? You mean you could- uh, How you, could... you, you move in life generally, yeah. if you make bold steps and you want to, you know. Yeah, yeah. And how you step, do you step, how do you, for example, for me, this is a parallel with life. I think the way somebody climbs a wall, a, a route, resembles, at that moment to say, please, resembles, I think, their psychological state and the way maybe they move they move up in, in their life and how they deal with their goals. And I have seen this from my retreats. I have seen, for example, and I seen this, first of all, from myself. There were days where when I would start, for example, when I started climbing also, I didn't trust my feet at all at all and i was I, I at that moment i was doing a lot of exercises and i was having a very strong upper part and i was trying like uh, it, it wasn't a climbing actual experience it was like a survival mode and it was like i didn't breathe i didn't take any breath i it was <laughs> just a horrible experience but i was feeling like okay the only thing i had on, in my mind was okay to go to, up to the top this is the only thing i had in my mind but I was just getting performing, there. getting there. I succeeded. I did it, and I did it alone. And and also this, this is this was a script also oh, yeah, yeah. for me. And I know, I know, and I know this script. And it took me years <laughs> through therapy, um, through uh, through observation to change that, and to come in contact more to to leave this idea of performing. 
and to focus more in my in myself to focus more uh, in the every step in my breath and issues like that mm. you know I and think, yeah. yeah i i feel um i feel my distance from you as you're talking as as an expert climber um <laughs> i i um yeah, I, I, um, I'm in a place of um, of disconnection, and um, I'm on my own, and I don't know how to do this, mm. and mm-hmm. and the very idea of doing it, like being somewhere on a rock face, evokes evokes fear. I think I told you, Poppy, there was, um, um, I think when I, when I was about nineteen, I had this experience of like climbing down a cliff trying to get to a beach by myself Mm -hmm. I I got halfway down and then I got to a point where I couldn't go down any further but I also realized I couldn't climb back up so I had no choice but to try to go down and the next thing I knew I was kind of falling and and I I fell I don't know five ten meters or something and whacked my hip um so I I'm I'm not sure I'm traumatized by that particular memory but I can imagine it's (laughs) quite similar to that mm-hmm. on a cliff mm-hmm. and I don't like it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I can ima- I can imagine wanting you know I don't I can't be in this middle place where I can't move up and I can't move down I just want to be at the top as quickly mm-hmm. as possible and I'm not, not going to enjoy the getting there um, mm-hmm. and we call the retreat it's not all about getting to the top yeah yeah that's why right. <laughs> <laughs> that process of fuck <laughs> like <laughs> I have to be within the yeah. I have to be halfway up on the rock face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, for me, it's not. I'm not an expert. I don't feel, and I don't believe that I'm an expert. Let's say climber or top climber. I'm not an athlete. I'm doing just. I call it. I'm like an experiential or a fun climber. Let's say more. Okay, I've done some. Of course, some years. I have almost now ten years of climbing, almost. But. Uh, you know, for me, it's something that I, many times people, they, there's some myth that they think that climbers, even expert climbers, they think they are not afraid or they are not having this sense of fear. But, you know, this is not truth. We are, for me, let's say, I, most of us, they are feel fra- afraid. But what we do, for, I can talk about myself also, I'm really afraid and I have... Uh, uh, because also I can tell you that I've, I'm afraid of falling and because I also had the experiences, especially after these years, I had some experiences of falling, but this is not like when I was leading, not like a top rope. When I was leading, I had some experience, traumatic experience of falling and this influenced me a lot. And this was the time when I started to think about ideas of how to, to become friends. With this traumatic experience you know because i didn't want to stop cl- quit climbing because of that because it was something that i enjoy but after my fall uh it was really a phobic experience for me you know for some times and um it was that time that i decided you know to apply gestalt techniques and my knowledge on psychology <laughs> for myself and uh, it was that time that i decided to to see climbing more like a process, like a healing process for me. Uh, 
which resembles, for example, many other areas in my life. For example, I may be hurt from a relationship. I may fall and hurt, but still, I want to be loved and love and trust, you know. But so I was thinking things like that. What I'm going to do, I'm not going to fall in love. I'm going to get to fall in love again in my life, for example. No, I'm, I'm going to, you understand what I mean? To handle my fear and mm. find ways to to manage it, how to say, or explore it. Yeah, that's, I, I was, I was also thinking about the, the parallel with uh, being traumatized and, and retreating and, and sort of s stopping to live because you're so scared of what has happened. Um, mm -hmm. And then it reminds me of, you know, when, when people fall from a horse, they say you have to get back on the horse as soon as possible or when you fall from a bike or so then if, if you if you if you continue the parallel you could think so if you if you fall from a rela relationship you have to get back on a relationship as fast as possible <laughs> i'm not really convinced about that but but that that sounds a bit like that that sounds that sounds to me uncomfortably similar to the sort of cbt idea that the way of getting over phobias oh, yeah. is to like yeah. is to come close to your 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 fears and um and that sounds a bit when you put it like that it sounds a bit kind of brutal it is yeah that's what and that's also what i realized when i said when you break up in a relationship you have to get back on on a relationship as fast as possible it doesn't make sense i i, I think i don't know I, I imagine poppy you're saying something a bit different to that um, or, or i don't know uh, from my my way of thinking that was uh, okay I, I acknowledge my trauma either it's out because it was a traumatic experience because I had an accident because I had a fall in climbing or relationship or whatever car accident whatever I realize it and I'm 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 aware of that I respect my fear and I'm, I'm open to explore it this is what I'm I'm I have in my mind I don't know if it sounds CBT, but uh, or not. But this is the way I was thinking of that I'm open to explore, open to this fear, this fear experience, and uh, open to 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 go back and find my ground, and again to establish again my safe zone, my safe space, whatever how it's called, back connection with my uh, trust part. Let's say how to mm -hmm. say and uh, work it through step by step or whatever how it will go yes maybe it has some resemblance but cbt i don't know well i think that the resemblance yeah. might be that it's it's a form of exposure the form of exposure maybe you're saying and about uh, john yeah and, and and i i think that we, we also do that in, in gestalt yeah just befriending fear sounds sounds different to me what the, C I, I, yes. the CBT version sounds like overcoming fear. Yeah. And, and I, yeah. I've, I've, I mean, I, I was listening to this podcast and, and um, the, the, the woman who was, who was a climber um, and also relating it to psychological ideas was talking about how um, we all have this egoic part in us, um, maybe particularly more so men, um, whereby... Uh, we need we need to get to the top, and when we fall, it's not so much that we're hurt; it's our ego that's that's hurt. Mm -hmm. And and for this climber, the 
the process um, of of um, of befriending fear was letting go of that egoic hit when I fall. Um, so that I'm not, I'm not then I'm not clinging on it tightly in the same way, trying not to fall. I'm I'm more kind of creatively indifferent between um, between holding on and, and falling, which is what and it gives me the freedom to to be and to move. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm so yeah. so you look like you have something to say, Thomas. And I'm, 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 I'm wondering. So I have two things. One is, is I'm wondering whether we might listen to a, a little piece of. Um, we we have a pre-recorded conversation with a, um, with a friend of Poppy called um, Vangelis Number Two. Um, there are two Van, <laughs> two 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 Vangelises involved in our Grecian retreat, and Vangelis yeah. Number Two, which doesn't <laughs> imply he's any less. Um, Figural than Vangelis number one, but Vangelis number two is is uh, based in Crete, and he's going to be our guide and and um, and day to day support really with with our activities. Um, could we, and, we, and Poppy and I spoke to him a couple of weeks ago, and um, I, w- I wondered if we could listen to a section, I think where he's talking a bit about 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 Crete, about the location, about five minutes. Five minutes into the chat. Yeah, I, I, I took a piece that starts at about, at about five. But how do you? How long do you want me to play it? Because it's 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 fourteen minutes. I don't think that's what you want to do now. About five minutes, maybe. Okay. It's a bit. It's a bit hit and miss. We'll see what we get. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll stop somewhere and it'll be probably strange. But okay, so okay. now now you can switch to the radio. Uh, we are playing it. One of these villages is the village that we're going to live, the village of Ayos Ioannis, where is our guest house, Alonia, that is going to be the base of our retreat. Ayos Ioannis is a small village in the western side of the region. It's about 20 kilometers of Horas Fakion, but it's the capital of the region. And uh, the most interesting thing with this village is that it's located uh, at the end of the route, almost hidden in the south slopes of the forested White Mountains. So as the motto of Adonis, the owner of Alonia says, where the road ends, the trail begins. (laughs) So that's our place. Uh, it um, It is a very small and very a traditional old village and uh, now they live uh, 11 people yesterday the mother of Adonis that is about 84 she told me that we, we are 11 people now <laughs> last year they were 13 but you know old people and uh, Alonia our guest house has now 7 uh, rooms double and triple and it's located in on the end of the uh, on the edge of the village of Agios Ioannis. Um, mm-hmm. It's the beginning of a lot of routes, hiking routes. 
Uh, we have, uh, I explained to Poppy in the previous talks that we have that we have everything for everybody. Uh, it's a joke, but also it's true among the, the hikers and the visitors of the Alonia guest house that uh, one of the most interesting activities that you can have is the famous activity of doing nothing. <laughs> Something <laughs> that it's uh, for all the urban <laughs> people <laughs> that they miss a lot. I mean, but, did Poppy tell you that, did, did tell you that our, our retreat's called It's Not All About Getting to the Top? It's about it's about the journey. It's and, about the journey. Yeah. Yeah. He knows <laughs> exactly. <laughs> doing nothing, doing nothing in Alonia guest house. Believe me, it's gonna be one of our favorite activities of the whole retreat. My my, my, fant my fantasy is that people will come thinking that they want to go climbing and walking and swimming, and when they get there, they'll just want to lie in the sun. <laughs> yes, it happens a lot of times with the previous guests. Uh, really? and uh, hikers and people that we have, that we change uh, the plan and the program, let's say, the second mm. or the third uh, day, uh, in order to, to live and feel the experience. Yeah. Because mm. it's all about experience. It's all about um, get into a real journey. Einer journey, real journey, authentic journey, I don't know. I mean, sometimes the words doesn't have a meaning, but when you go there and you try to understand what is happening and what you want to do, maybe you have to make some small change, you have to, to replan or to, mm -hmm. to, to let the people, of, of course, this is your responsibility about, let's say, guiding or the people and let's say show them a path or how to do but okay we will be there ready to replan if this is necessary and mm -hmm. uh, as, I, as i explained to poppy um, it's a base with a lot of points and uh, corners that you can have your lunch or your snack or your view to the mountain at the same time some people of the group with me they can have a short walk of 40 minutes 30 minutes to a natural balcony with 180 view to the libyan sea having with them a bottle of red wine and some glasses to to see the sunset and then return back to to alonia guest house with headlamps <laughs> All right, we're back. So, a complete counterpoint to the idea of being dangling, dangling somewhere off, off, a, off a cliff. Um, <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> he, did, he, did, he didn't talk about climbing too much, did he? No, not at all. He 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 has he has a a, a, a beautiful voice, um, yeah, and, yeah. and he he's um he's equally good looking. So um, <laughs> <laughs> describe him. Another, describe another him to the audience, John. Or, or challenge negotiate on the trip. <laughs> 
<laughs> he was a radio producer also, so you was know, radio. Oh, he was yeah. in the past. But... Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, but he's a good friend, and he lives in Crete. He be our host, and um, our, our, he will help us a lot with uh, transportation, with everything we will need there, uh, with the guest house. Um, he knows the area very well. And how we will explore it, all this idea with nature. And uh, yes, he was giving, just trying to give something about, um, about the mentality also mm. of the place, about Crete, which is full of history also and full of tradition. It's a very special place in, mm. Crete, in Greece also. Very famous also, I think, for tourists. The, the, uh, it's a famous might, touristic might, destination. There yeah. might be, a, I don't know, Thomas, what the there might be a chance to listen to a bit more later on in this in the show oh. i don't know if there's a bit there's a bit earlier on in the conversation where he's talking about the mountains um but we'll see i was dreaming away already wanting to join yeah i think i'm gonna join yeah, yeah. would be grateful yeah. <laughs> and he talks about also about the food i think there's a section where john asks asks him about the food and this is something I want to say that uh, as a Greek, we know, you know, in our culture, food is very important and <laughs> our cuisine is part of the, our culture. But in Crete, they, for me, it's the best Greek cuisine ever. And this has to do a lot because uh, Crete is a big island which produces a lot of stuff, vegetables, and it's, uh, for me, has one of the best cuisines. So this is also, I think, a very important way you know our eating experiences and um, which is also very important in our cooking experience and our this is what we were talking about i was saying in the beginning uh yeah. the way of coming in contact also because in uh, the way we're living most of the people in the cities and urban lifestyle we are so disconnected from food and production of food mm -hmm. and from all you know all these <clears throat> ideas and we are just going to the supermarket we just buy and we think that's it you know but i think uh people we have lost a lot because of that this you know be present in the whole procedure starting from the way from the time you're going to take the eggs from the chicken or for example the, the time you're going to take your tomato from the garden and you're going to cultivate and take care of it and then to have this whole experience of, you know, how to collect it and bring it to the table and all together, how we will organize it as a communal way. I think for me, it's very important. This communal experience and how we eat all together and we sit and mindfully in a way and be present in a Christophe way uh, of uh, the way of living and mm -hmm. being. This is, uh, for me, this is for me something very healing in a way sounds very, sounds very aesthetic yeah yeah yes and i think also you know in a way in an area of covid which is which fear is all around and uh, contact for for us nature for, for for example in greece it's not we're forbidden to go outside the city right now really? uh, it's something we really miss yeah yeah and also human contact and I think it's uh, something for me. It's more uh, more of a gestalt right now. This need of contact mm. with community and nature. 
How are you doing, John? John, <laughs> what do you think? Um, how am I? How am I doing? <laughs> um. I I'm um I, I I yeah how am I doing gosh it's only on NGP radio that you can pause and stutter and and um yeah that's what that's what it's <laughs> for that's why we developed it um I well I I I, I the, there's more around climbing that I'm 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 interested in um and um Particularly the, um, gosh, I'm not doing very well tonight, am I? Um, particularly, it's not about getting to the top. <laughs> it's not about getting to the top. <laughs> yeah. well, I was, I was thinking about, I was thinking about the relational aspect, because uh -huh. um, uh, that, because I remember when we, when we talked before, Poppy. Um, yeah. I, I really remember you saying that when you're climbing it's not a solitary activity you're not by yourself and because of course there's there's a, a top climber or a, an under climber um mm -hmm. you, you, you climb with a, with a partner and also you've got somebody at the bottom kind of holding the the rope and they're not gonna let it go and when you when you said that like a light went on in my brain or i suddenly felt like oh wow that's a different thing it's not it's not all me in relationship with myself it's actually me in relationship to another person and, and that felt for me both like like frightening but also it gives me a, a security um and and be, before we talk about that i i want to know um from you poppy but maybe you thomas as well how how you are befriending your fear around being on live radio and what how how we're how we're doing how we're doing in our process with each other and with ourselves right now yeah good question i was just noticing that i was losing a bit of my my, my focus a bit of my a bit of my presence and it often happens when even when i'm suppressing my emotions what I can say about while I'm wondering. I think I'm a bit overwhelmed with all the beauty and all the impressive stories of creeps. <laughs> I think why would I not go there? It's so sounds so perfect. <laughs> I think maybe I felt a bit intimidated by that. Mm. I have to go there, that's what I thought. I have to, I, I can't miss it. I, I go, I go into my, into myself. Um, and I, I think I noticed a bit of that in me when I was just taking the floor and speaking there and sort of how I'm a little bit in performing mode. And I, I, I have less contact with both of you and I, and I don't know how to get that back. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Uh, I feel myself a little bit. Uh, I feel I feel present, but also a little bit of a withdrawal, and just I feel like sitting back. And uh, I'm. It comes and goes like ideas of we are being, uh, you know, online and people here and this performance issues. But uh, it's like ideas comes and goes, and uh, most of the times I feel you like we are friends and. It's a Friday night and we're chatting and tell you, you know, because this issues is something of my, it's like a, a very big dream of me. So since I was um, a young psychologist, since my eight, 20s, this came up to my mind, this idea that now we're discussing. So it's an idea that came up from my experience when I moved to from the city out to a Greek island, Ikaria where I lived for two years. So, you know, it's like discussing something very, for me, so, so, so me, so deep also. Mm. And, um, and many times, yes, I forget that, uh, and I like that I forget, but it comes and goes sometimes, that we are on air and I, we have to say about the retreat. Um, we don't have to talk about the retreat. Yes, yes. I think it's more important to for me to express and to come in contact with you and to express this what I have in me. It, 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 it really touches me and, and it, it changes how I hold the retreat when I hear you say that it's been a, a long-standing ambition of yours to do what we're doing now. Yeah. Um, like I, I really hope you, you will be there, Thomas. Um, and, um, <laughs> Uh, and, and bring your your NDV retreat experience to uh, to this one. Um, Not all of it. <laughs> that's an sorry. That's an inside joke. You went so. there before I went there. <laughs> I did, yeah. No, what no. I, I I also noticed, uh, Calliope, when you talked about your dream, I noticed I was I was coming closer to the to the mic, and I was getting more drawn into to our conversation. As if, as if I, I, as if I've missed that a bit in your story before that that it was such a dream for you. Apparently, I didn't, mm. I didn't, I didn't notice that. Mm. Yeah, maybe I didn't say so much. Uh, maybe because of that. But uh, yes, it's, it's. Uh, I think it, it has uh, a lot of values that I have about life generally. The way that I, <laughs> the way that I perceive it. So there's a lot of has to do with nature but therapy but community ecosystem things like that i think are very important connection with people trust yeah is that is that yeah. is that the dream like you, you say it started very it started very young like where where did, where, did it, where did it come from the dream what made you what made you dream um it made me when I when I finished my degree in psychology when I was around my twenties, uh, I took something like a, a gap year, what they call in the US, they call it like a yeah. gap year, yeah. two years actually, two gap years, wondering what I'm going to do with my psychology degree, <laughs> and no idea. The beginning, I was thinking of going to. I was really interested with research. And I was thinking of going to marketing research and doing, you know, stuff like that. 
And suddenly, uh, out of the blue, I decided to move from the city to go and live for two years in a Greek island, which I told you is called Ikaria. It's in the, in the coast, near the coast of Turkey. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a very special island here in Greece because uh, it's very different from the other part of it's famous it's one of the blue zones also in Korea oh, yeah. meaning that uh, blue zones are other places around the earth if you know like Sardinia I think and some areas uh, in California there's also a blue zone yeah do you know about the blue zones yeah I, I, I bought a book about it um, recently and my mom she she also has a book about she blue zones recipes yeah so blue zones. in japan i think you know yeah, it, yeah, it's japan, areas in this okinawa in japan there are areas that there is a very uh how you can call it high mortality rate or low uh, no the people it, it, die in a very uh, well, yeah. very in their very old age yeah yeah they, they, and, the uh, oldest people live there in these zones yeah yeah come on our retreat and, and die at a very old age <laughs> so there i came in contact with the culture of people who were living very slow very slow (laughs) you cannot imagine the in that uh, island there wasn't there is not i don't know how it's now but there there wasn't a sense of time like here there was no stress very different conception of time there was no like there were no ideas like making money and the tourists and you know blah 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 people were very slow motion were very <laughs> living in the moment uh, they were very famous for their fiestas they have uh, this is a tradition they're very famous for they have a very communal way of living and they were fiestas organized and a lot of people, they're coming together. You can see old people, poor people, young people, tourists, all together. It's like a Dionysiac uh, fiestas, yeah. dancing together. And um, this type of life. So this, I think, it was a changing experience uh, for me there. And uh, there, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm just curious, maybe I'm asking too much, but... So what drew you to that island? Why did you go there when you when when you came from a I I I suppose I assume from a city life? Because uh, because I was always wanted to to leave the city. Hmm. I was always wanted to. You don't like the city. Um, I I don't like the city life so much. No, yeah. <laughs> so much. Not, not in always, but uh, I was searching for more quietness in my life and more. This is what I, I say to you: more contact with nature. Mm-hmm. And uh, to tell you the truth, also it was a period that I had a various, uh, a various, a very allergic. Uh, at that time, I was really allergic and had some issues with my allergy. And when I went to Korea, I, I became totally aware, very well. I don't know. I don't know why. Because of the stress, because of the eating. I don't mm. know, but why? But after that, I was also. It it was a life experience, a changing experience for me. 
and something that they hold there. And there I met some people. I met a psychiatrist coming from Switzerland who was, uh, who was doing, uh, who was working with clients. So this was my first contact uh, with this idea okay. also. He was, living, he was living there and working with people on the island. He was traveling from Switzerland and he was, uh, he was doing some retreats with people. Okay. Uh, we, I, I was in the beach one day and I heard people screaming. <laughs> I said, what's going on? <laughs> and I met this guy <laughs> and he explained to me what they were doing. It was so strange for me. They were doing so uh, I said, rebirthing therapy. Or... I don't know what type of therapy at the moment. And I said, wow, what a great idea to do some, to combine psychotherapy. That would pop up to my mind. And uh, nature therapy. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a life-changing life experience <laughs> for you. Yeah, at that moment, yes. And this is what I, I want to bring to this project and to share my experience with other people. Yeah. Because I, th and I think that, okay, many people, I don't know how you're with nature or how do you, are you connected with, what's your relationship, Thomas? I, 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 I think I've only started to appreciate nature fully when I've experienced a, a burnout and, a, and depression for, time. for about a year. Mm. Um, so now I, I, I can feel much more than before. I can feel a longing for nature. Recently, I've, I've been binge watching Vikings. Uh, I don't know if you <laughs> know the series. And there's a lot of, of sea in, in, in the series because the Vikings, they, they go out at sea. And I could really feel the longing to be at the seaside and to, which I've never had in my life. I've, I've, I've always been scared of the sea and I, it's something I, I really, mm -hmm. also because Belgian sea is, is really horrific. It's not really beautiful. And I could really feel this, like physically a longing to go to the coast, to hear the sound of the waves, to, mm. to be close to that. And I realized, fuck, I'm in this fucking European capital. Yeah. 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 So you know you have experienced that, yeah. I think yeah, yeah. And definitely also that 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 experience in the mountains has been has been life changing for me. Uh, in, a, in a in a way, it's been hard to to keep it uh, close when coming back to my ur urban life, but it's been really uh, it's been quite powerful. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I, and I think also I was thinking that it's not, I don't think it's accidental that a lot of cultures, uh, they were using uh, um, nature elements for their healing processes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think has to do a lot, especially with deep pain issues, with grief. I, I feel, you know, also uh, wanted to have really an urge to go to nature after uh, big losses also grief periods of my yeah, life yeah. this is also a period to you know like wanted to come back to the mother earth to the home in a symbolical way many times i was feeling like that hide up in the mountains yeah. and reconnected with you know especially for me it was very also with issues of life and death when i was dealing at mm. the moment so um, yes also 
Yeah, because of COVID, I really think there's also issues of life and death at the background of our exp field experience <laughs> up in the atmosphere. So my, um, I was talking with a friend the other day and they said to me, she said to me, you know, I was never, I was never attracted with nature, but I don't know what happened right now. And I want to go to nature because she was a city girl and she was all around. Then I feel desserts and I was thinking maybe, you know, ideas come to my mind, what's going on with that also when we were dealing with uncertainty and how people deal with that and mm. uh, where you can find your safe space, you know, and how you can, you know, ideas just, what do you think? Mm -hmm. I mean, John? <laughs> I, 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 I have to check I, in I, with John regularly. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I was enjoying listening to you both at the same time sort of experiencing my own current estrangement from from mountains and seas and, and forests and I I kind of have this vision that if and if because because COVID is it's, it's still imposing travel restrictions so it feels like an if we get to this retreat yeah. as, as much as a when but but if we do I sort of have this vision of people sort of staggering like zom zombies towards each other just just desperate for the i'm holding my arms out in front of me like just just desperate for the for the contact and 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 fuck the climbing the climbing it's just like a, i just want to want to hug i want to, want to hug this person i want to hug this tree i yeah. I, I, I i mean i i'm in the center of london and, and i've been out of london once um since uh, Christmas 2019, so for uh, I don't know 15, 16 months or something, and um, and I've probably been out of a sort of mile mile radius of my home um, less than ten times over that. <laughs> so my my life is uh, and and many days I well not many I try to go out of my home, but like today I oh know I've been out to the shop like today but but like my life is just really narrowed and yeah, at the okay. same time at the same time it's it's gotten busy in a, in its own its, its own way with um with new style voices and and i've sort of taken the opportunity of everything changing to to sort of make a career as a gestaltist whereas before my money came from sort of doing doing other things so so I've become like very, very focused on in this um, in this internet, this online uh, way of way of connecting, and and of course a lot of the work that well not of course I'm saying but but a lot of the work that we champion at New Star Voices is around is around ecology and and um, um, the, the the frightening ways in which we as a species are out of connection. Um, and yeah, I'm, 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 I'm championing that, and I and I know how out of connection my own body is, mm. uh, and and I feel like a week isn't going to be enough. No, indeed. Um, like I, I feel like I need to bathe. I need my whole being needs to bathe in in nature. Mm. Um, <sighs> 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 You're burdened. Hmm. Yeah. 
there's something in bal around balance in when I hear myself talking. There's something around being out of out of balance and mm. and and the need for some kind of correct correction. I'm thinking about climbing again. Don't know why. I just also saw uh, uh, Leona's comments. I don't know if you can see it. Uh, can you what? see it from what? there? Uh, there are comments from uh, oh, no, Leoni. On Facebook? Yeah. Do oh, you see? Yeah. And I think if we can, if there are some questions you'd like to answer. To check sure, it. yeah. You, you can. Choose. You can. Uh, it says. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. People are listening. Don't get yeah. too carried away. We had three viewers. Yeah. So what are the what are the um, the questions? I, I can't see them from here. You can't see them. She says, "What do I? Ah, do you see them? Yeah, I see them. I see. Would you like, I, I see would the, you like to go ahead? You can, you to can, read? You, no, go ahead. Okay. She says, "What do I need in this new ground to see the figure clearly in order to destroy it?" And she says, mm, "Is the figure actually the mountain or my need to climb?" And is my need actually a fertile void? Mm -hmm. Yeah, hi, Leoni. Uh, she says she uh, loves the way we're talking about the retreat. Yeah. yeah. Wow, those are really Thank uh, you, Leoni. Very, very nice. Huh? Very nice questions. Very nice questions, yes, and inspiring for us also. And I, I, I don't know how to answer them. Maybe. maybe some of you are John? smarter than me. Maybe John can try. John, you start. <laughs> What's the question? Give me a specific question. Is the, is, is the figure actually the mountain or is it my need to climb? To climb. And is my well, need actually a fertile void? Actually, fertile void. Huh. Fucking Gestalt. Very Gestalt. Just too fucking Lady, that's my answer. Sorry. Um, uh, we might it does it so um we wanted to get some cretan music but um yeah. we, we don't have any so so thomas has kindly agreed to um to 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 play us a little bit on his banjo and, and do yeah, some singing. yeah but my banjo broke down so i thought i could play some on my my lips go on then <laughs> It's a, it's a contemporary contemporary Cretan Cretan music. What is that? It's from it's the, very good. Thank you. It's from the north of Crete, actually. Okay, Thomas. Okay, okay. But do, you don't you? Yeah, go do, ahead. You don't want to answer Chilone, is eh? No. I I, I honestly I, I I I feel a bit uh, that I cut, that I don't Sorry. have an, I don't have an answer. Um, What's the figure? Eh? What's the figure? Uh, is it is it the mountain? Is it, or is it my need to climb? I, I I think they sort of they sort of coincide because it's it's, yeah. it's your need to climb something and 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 
the mountain might represent your need. So I sort mm -hmm. of feel that they, that, they, that they are that they are the same. That's my first response. Mm -hmm. And I don't understand the question: Is my need a fertile void? Yeah, I don't understand this either. And then she asked. But oh, sorry, I'm interrupting. Yeah. About what I would say about the figure question, is the figure actually the mountain or my need to climb? Uh, I, I would say... Uh, it depends, actually. It depends because sometimes, of course, they coexist for me. But uh, sometimes the figure is my need to climb. And it has to also, I think, this is uh, about attention, where my attention is focused. Your attention? If my attention, or your attention? My attention. Attention. Okay. Attention. Sorry. <coughs> sorry for my this. My attention, where mm -hmm. my attention is focused. So I think this is where the figure is sometimes. If my attention is focused on myself, sometimes the figure is myself, my body, becomes my body in relation to the other who is my belayer and to the other who is the rock the mountain but sometimes the figure may become the others for example if i am uh, yeah. uh, i'm having this issue of performance and what the others would think of me and am i climbing well or you know and sometimes the the focus may be the mountain like the figure will be the the goal if i'm going to go to the top and achieve the goal and yeah. you know so i think um yeah i was, I was it thinking depends. i was thinking about your so your story that you said that you you in the beginning you would climb with your upper body uh, because you were yeah. you were very strong there and that you only wanted to reach the top. Maybe that's the situation in which the mountain is more figural than than your actual need. Mm -hmm. Yeah, symbolizing my need for performance and my yeah. idea of uh, superficial, I think, strength, yeah. which is more more. And this was symbolized, uh, uh, was embodied in the upper part of the body because my ground was not good. And this was the, the truth of my life at that moment. Mm. It was not only about climate, it was how I was dealing with a lot of issues in my life, mm. doing a bold steps without having ground. And this was my story of my body and my survival mode. So okay. I have to do a lot with attachment issues and a lot of issues that uh, uh, came to me later on when mm -hmm. I was working on that. So that's why I feel uh, that climbing can be like a sort of a, like a picture of your psyche, of yeah. your history and your attachment issues also. A lot of history it reveals. I'm almost afraid <laughs> of climbing and being exposed because everybody can see how I'm doing just by the way that I climb. <laughs> Please don't look at me. <laughs> I, I love I love I love Calliope the way you inhabit your experience like the way that you live it and the way that you you know it and the way that your history is one of um, understanding the challenges that life was posing to you through through climbing or using one to support your moving through these 
the other. Um, I, um, yeah, I, 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 I look forward. I look forward to hearing a lot more of that from you when we're working in Korea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and from you, John, and from Thomas. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm, convi I'm convinced. I'm convinced. I'm already thinking. Okay, how shall I organize myself? I have to take holidays. I have to get put, to put some money aside. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I when I, I think, is my need to fertile void. I, I think partly what I was saying around my estrangement from estrangement from nature is, is, um my process of generating and knowing my own needs like like my own need my needs don't exist unless and until i'm in contact i think and i think there's a type of contact with with nature that i'm i'm missing um mm -hmm. that i need i need but i also i also need in order to need come again I, I need I need the contact with nature, but I also need that contact in order to need, yeah, like in order to find self. Well, in order to, yeah. That brings me back to my my experience in, in the mountains, and and you saying it's not going to be helpful because it's not relational, and and how. Of course, that made made me doubt at the moment, and then afterwards, I I, I what you describe now is is actually what I experienced that there was some. Of, uh, uh, some selfing through my relationship with nature. Mm. Yeah. And how, my, how like, my needs yeah. became clearer. It it sounded like a real spiritual moment when you described the mountains whispering to you that they had always been with you yeah. the whole the whole time sounds a bit like god doesn't it even <laughs> when you doubted me even when you didn't see me i was with you. yeah yeah indeed yeah it's, it was it was indeed a bit spiritual mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes and i agree with a lot of that because i think it has a lot of this content has a lot also with spiritual <clears throat> issues yeah. and existential issues and I, that's why i think a lot of relations uh, sorry, tribes or um, religions across countries, they, they use ceremonies. Uh, also in Christianity, they use elements of the, uh, of the nature. For example, in baptism, we use water. Mm. Uh, we use fire to clean up energy. So I think it's not... Uh, from paganistic uh, religions, also, mm. uh, I think there's a there is a healing, uh, strong healing element there, which is transforming. And you, you come in contact. I think when you come in contact with nature, you come in contact with these transforming energies. And these energies that we are lost, we are losing it when we live in the cities. This idea of you see how 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 death and and birth is interplay there's an interplay how the cir circle of life happens in nature yeah. winter spring you oh, know it's, it's you much see more the, present you yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 true. you see that the mountains for example are always there yeah. no matter
mother was, you feel the wind. And general things like that, you feel the water and you hear it. And mm. we should probably yes. say, Poppy, that at this point in Thomas's retreat, he was a bit dehydrated and, um, <laughs> um, you know, was probably hearing things. I, I'd lost 10 kilos because I was mad. underfed. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tell us about the shepherd boy that turned into a sheep. I'm thinking about time actually. We have six minutes left. Yeah. Yeah. Is, I mean, it'd be nice to, to check in with you before we finish. Is, is there anything that we need to, or you want to say, Poppy, um, like, like announcement wise around, around the retreat? Um, the, 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 the advert is, um, or the information is on, on the retreats page on the NGP website um, and a booking link. And um, I think, I mean, we haven't really talked about this, but 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 I think I'm comfortable with a sort of policy that says, no, no, we don't need any money paying until nearer the time when it's clearer um, whether we can do the retreat or not. If, you, if you're interested and want, want to reserve a place, then um, I'd invite people to um, to send an email to, to you or, or myself and um, and express interest and, and we can we can sort out the money nearer the time. Mm -hmm. Yes, this is just what I'm. Um, I would say that uh, I want to be optimistic, uh, living in the uncertainty era of COVID, that <laughs> um, we will be able to to we will manage to actually. Uh, have this do this retreat uh, because it's September. It's the beginning of September on the third. It's the, the, just to say that this third and between third and tenth of September. It's the first week of September. It's a week retreat, and I hope that uh, because I hope that uh, Greece will open up because it's, it's opening up now for tourism and a lot of islands that got vaccinated. So. Um, I hope we will find a way to travel till then. And um, yes, I'm a little bit thrilled and I'm, yes, I'm inviting people also to join us and uh, have this unique experience, I think, which uh, combines a lot of different things. Therapy, nature, food, wine. Yeah. <laughs> I was just looking at my schedule. Uh... <laughs> yeah invite to this journey of self-exploration mm -hmm. and this this inner it's an inner journey for me it's a journey in deeper levels of existence this is what i have in mind well you've got my interest <laughs> very happy yeah. yes thomas it was very nice to have you also here. Thank you. Yeah, I always enjoyed listening to you and your expansive experiences of, of climbing and nature. Actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How are you doing, John?
I think it's time to say goodbye, <laughs> like a closure. I'm, I'm, I'm tired. I'm going to have some Greek octopus, which I bought <laughs> for Sarah. I haven't eaten any. Really? Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah, Greek food is amazing. Mm. Yeah. Another reason to go there. Yeah, yes, definitely. I miss it, the Christian food too. Mm. All right, you know what we have forgotten this time? We forgot to play the jingle. That is almost blasphemic. That's never happened before, Thomas, has it? That's never happened before. That's, that's what happens no. when, we, when we shake up routines. Damn, yeah. I will have to make up for it. So I'm gonna play three versions, three versions of the jingle in a row to close. Okay. Well, thank you for supporting us, Thomas. And um, mm. great to spend an evening with you, Poppy. And yeah. um, we have something. We have something quite special coming up. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. That's how it mm. sounds. Yeah. Yeah. Feels like the the location. The activities, the need after COVID. Yeah. 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 I'm looking forward to uh, to being there mm. uh, with the sea and the mountains. Mm. Yeah. 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 And thank you. I would like to thank you all for sharing all this together tonight. Yeah. Kalispera. <laughs> yeah, it's called Kalinita. Good night. Kalinita. Kalinita. It's good night. It's thank you. Yes. Yeah. Thank you very much, both of you. Okay. See you in Crete. <laughs> yeah. Okay. See you in Crete. See you. Good night. <laughs> bye bye. Good night. This book began as a manuscript written by Frederick S. Spurs. The material was developed and worked over by Paul Goodman and put to practical application by Ralph Hefferlein. However, as it stands now, it is truly the result of the cooperative efforts of the three authors. What began as the work of one author ended up as that of three, each of us equally responsible. We have had in common one purpose, to develop a theory and method that will extend the limits and applicability of psychotherapy.